Easy Sports Talk Show with Javon with Ed Smith and Javon Adams. We do this thing three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon Adams. And with me, as always, is Ed Smith, a man who not only played professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League for that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. It's finally good when it starts to roll off the tongue just so smooth. Right? <laughs> how you how you living, my brother? Friday fun day, bro. And it's conference <laughs> championship weekend. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can't wait until well, I, I don't wanna I'm not the I don't want to be the guy that's I can't wait until because then you never enjoy the process in the moment. But next week we get to hear that off week, the story off week and, and I, I ain't uh, trying to get you emotional on on you know again man but I, nah, I that was more I fun. You ain't gonna get me to cry next week. That was no no I, it's all good man it's all good so let's get into it because you mentioned conference uh it's it's conference championship week and so there's a lot at stake here for these teams for these squads so let's let's break down a couple of these and also i wanted to get into your thoughts about the bill belichick thing at the very end but let's let's get to the more important stuff that's right here in front of us so let's start with the uh the detroit lions are traveling to san francisco to take on the san francisco 49ers this is going to be an interesting game just because we know that again the the team I, I did say I think earlier in the season I said that the team that's closest to being that monster is San Francisco, but I think but I, I I neglected to mention the Ravens, right? So the Ravens can be a beast as well. So San Francisco and the Ravens they're not great teams, but they're they're close to it. They're right underneath underneath it. But we know that Detroit their defense they. You never know what you're gonna get. It's like a box of chocolates with with Detroit's with Detroit's uh, defense sometimes. But this is where we are. We have Dan Campbell, who is who is super aggressive. You never know what he's gonna end up doing, right? You have San Francisco, Debo Samuels. I, do, do you know the latest? Is is he he's out, right? I did he not. Questionable. I, he was questionable. So if he, if he's not at let's say seventy five percent. Then that's going to. We saw what happened. How they almost how how got really tight against the against the Green Bay Packers. But how do you see this one breaking down? Because I think this is the game last year this time where Brock Purdy, where he got injured when they played Philadelphia. So I think Brock Purdy's gonna. He's one of those dudes where I got something to prove, right? But how yeah. do you see this this game uh, this game going? Well, like you just said, it all starts for me with uh, the news, whether Debo is available or not. And then if he's available, what percentage is he at? Is he going to be more of a decoy out there? Um, I I do think the advantage for this week, if he doesn't play or if he's limited, is that the Niners know it already. So they're preparing for it. Last week when he went out, it was one of those situations where all the plays that they were running – specifically for Debo, somebody else had to step in and they can't run the plays like Debo. So all of a sudden you took about, there's probably about a handful of plays, five to seven plays that were like specifically for Debo. Some of those plays where he lines up in the backfield or jet sweep, you get it to him, stuff like that. Now all of a sudden number two guy is running them, but number two guy can't run those. There's only so many people that can do what Debo does. And, it took the Niners by surprise, so they had to adjust on the fly. So I think now they can either get those plays out of the rotation or if there is somebody who they feel confident they can run them, they now get all the reps for them and they're prepared. So I do think that's an advantage. Um, you know, this game is going to come down to me 
there's so many different aspects. It's the coaching aspect. It's yeah. Mr. Cool and Mr. I mean, you know, he's, <laughs> he's prepared on that side. He can scheme against the best, one of the best schemers out there in Shanahan. Then you got the dude over there just licking his chops on the bite your kneecaps, bro. He's, he's ready. Yeah. He's salivating. He wants to get over there. And he's emotional. And yeah. is he going to, you know, they? we all, we all know Detroit. They're going to have a wrinkle or two up their sleeve. Is Campbell going to be impulsive, you know, and, and use those? And is he going to use them correctly, you know? And is he, you know, is he going to that emotion can come back and bite you, right? If you're too emotional and you're, and you don't realize that you can be emotional and, and are able to, to, to breathe for a half a second, because we know that it's a, it's, it's a game that's going by quickly, but you gotta, you can't make rash decisions, right? No, it, it, exactly. It came back to bite him, but they got lucky because Dallas lost. They should have had the number two seed out the yeah. box, and then that would have. Do you know? Think about. It. I talked. We talked about it the other day with that sliding glasses that or sliding doors that movie. If Detroit had been in the two spot, they would, the whole playoffs would have been configured a whole different way. Right. Dallas would have been here. Dallas would have probably whoever they played in the first round, either they beat them, have to go to San Francisco. So everything happened differently because of Dan Campbell. And they lucked out <laughs> this time around. Right. So we'll we'll see if right. you know he's crazy enough and what happens moving forward. But this is a game about who's gonna get after it, bro. The San Francisco 49ers front. They gotta stop Detroit's run, get after golf. If they don't and they allow Detroit to Pound that rock, and and then you let golf get comfortable back there. They could be in for a long day. And on the other end, you know they're going to try to get after uh, Purdy. And this is Purdy. You know, I've been defending you forever for, you know, you're my dude. You're my ride or die. And now it's time for you to step up or, or step down one or the other because they're going to come after Purdy. He's going to probably have some decent weather, so we can't blame it on the rain. You know, he's going to have to throw that rock, and it's going to have to be on timing. And can't be thrown. I mean, he threw a couple last week. It was like, and I'm like, there's a reason why DBs are DBs, because they got skillets for hands, because you can't hit somebody, <laughs> you can't hit somebody in the hands and the chest too many times, bro, because yeah. eventually somebody's going to catch one of those. Yeah, so this is yeah. all about Purdy. Protecting the rock, throwing it on timing, doing what they do. Uh, the other dudes, everybody's got to step up. Meaning, honestly, when I talk about the defensive side, they got to step up. But I mean, offensively, Kittle, you know, Ayuk, uh, Kittle. They use Kittle pretty well against yeah. the, against the Packers. Yeah, you know, they, they, they this is a game. I mean, he got some big, big chunk plays, as they say. And that's what we need. When Debo's not in there for the big chunks, somebody else has got to, you know, take those up. So we got to yeah. get, you know, in the middle of the field, you know, Detroit secondary, uh, real suspect. So this is a game where Kittle, you know, if Debo's in there, they're going to get, you know, they should get off. But Kittle, I mean, getting off in the middle of the field is a tight end. Uh, McCaffrey doing his thing. Um, this should be a game where, I'm, you know, I'm telling you, man, it's just, it's, this is, I call this a rock'em, sock'em robot game right here. Mm. Where you're going to put them in there and just start pounding that thing, and, they, and we're going to see what how it comes out. Um, I, but I'm expecting a really, really physical and good game, and I'm thinking it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. Okay. And I'll, I'll hold off on my predictions because you, you probably have a lot to say about this game as well. So you go ahead, and then we'll give our predictions. All right. Yeah. Because of the – if, again – if San Francisco is near full strength because of Shanahan, he's, he's, uh, he is a mad scientist. I hate to use the word genius, but I mean, you just all, you all, what you know, what you're going to get 
when you play San Francisco. You've said it many times is that and you, you mentioned the statistic during the course of the year, but it doesn't matter what the next game is, so to speak, if they, if they, if they lose in the team and, and, uh, and Detroit goes on to the Super Bowl, cause that'd be two weeks of rest. That'd be, a, you know, two weeks uh, later. But because I think that he's going to have a great game plan that's put together. I think that San Francisco will come up victorious. I think what he's going to do, he, I think he probably has a couple different game plans in mind. And this is what I mean when I say it is that if Purdy seems to be pushing it a little bit too much, if he seems to be forcing it, if he seems to not be in that zone, then he'll, I think he'll tweak it to be able to get to, to get what he needs out of Purdy with some different play goals, maybe some shorter stuff, maybe to, you know, to, to scheme guys open, so to speak, to give him those opportunities. But uh, I do think that I think that San Francisco is going to come out victorious in this game. I think it will be a close game because as you mentioned, the, the culture, we talk about culture all the time, but I do think the culture that Dan Campbell has, has created in Detroit is a never quit, no matter what, even no matter what, we are going to go tooth and nail if, and we're okay with getting rough and getting physical and making it ugly. So I think it's going to come down to it and it may come down to the kicker, man. I think it may yeah. come down to the kicker. And I, I think that I, I, I would say, yeah, I say San Francisco by three. I don't know what the what the line is, but I would say San Francisco by three. Right now, they got it at, and this is pre uh, at the beginning of the week on my sheet. I got that it was that start opened up at minus seven, which is crazy. I don't think it's going to anything like that. This one right. for me coming down to the wire. I got this one twenty seven twenty three. San Francisco Forty Nine ers pull it out, so they don't cover. But they get that dub and go on to the Super Bowl. Okay, okay, okay. And then, then comes the real pressure for Shanahan because he's been there before. He, he was in a, he was in a as an OC, right? Yeah. But still, it's gonna. If you get a lead, what you gonna do? What if you get up twenty eight three? What are you gonna do? <laughs> and all those stupid questions that he's probably gonna just wanna bite somebody's head off. But okay, so. <laughs> Easy Sports Talk Show with Ed Smith and Javon Adams. Uh, let's get into the next game. This one's going to be interesting. We got the Kansas City Chiefs going to Baltimore to take on the the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson exercised one of the demons that he has by 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 not only playing well, but really being the star of the show in that victory over Houston. I heard somebody saying uh, just uh, earlier this morning when I was listening to something that, yeah, we don't know if we really give them credit because it was Houston. <laughs> and I think everybody tried to come up with these with these asterisks, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you see this one playing out? Cause it, because the Chiefs, it's almost as if they're playing with house money, even though they're the defending champs, but it's almost as if they're playing with house money because on the offensive side, there's still some things that aren't quite right, but that defense is still something that you have to account for. Well, until you get there, you don't realize the pressure of this particular game because as you get down to the final four and, you know, it's conference championship weekend, I mean – you start to hear it in your ear a little bit. It'd be the importance of it and the magnitude. And then you get there, you know, as the weeks, you know, uh, progresses and the game day gets there, it's, it's a lot of pressure, bro. It, it is. I've been there. I can tell okay. you okay. the um, chiefs, unbelievably, this is their sixth, sixth. Yeah. Um, conference championship game. And it has to start wearing on you eventually. Cause it's so, when you think about it, it's consecutive, right? So it's, it's, but, 
But it's been there, done that too, though. True. I'm true. saying you. I mean, this to you, this is like, you know, we've been there. This is Lamar's first one, so that's advantage yeah. one right out the box. You know, they were just in the Super Bowl last year, the biggest dance of all. They know the pressure now. I, I don't speak on this too, especially when you get to the final game. Mm-hmm. I was in the one and. You know, Denver, it was their second one. They had dudes that were like, you know, where we were all freaking out like, oh, my God, look look at the grass. Look at the, you know. And, like, and you know, you had John Elway and Shannon Sharp and all them over there, and they were just like, you know, smoking, a, you know, a, a cigar. Like, it ain't no big deal, you know. So for, for you know, Mahomes and them, like I said, been there, done that. One, advantage one. Um, Lamar, maybe a little more pressure on him because – you know, MVP, second one, you know, you you were one and three coming into these playoffs. You now got a number two, but that was against Houston. What you going to do now? You know, that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And, you know, now you're coming in, you know, and you're, you're kind of expected. This is your, if, you know, this is your window. It's opened up. And Le- Lamar's window's not closing anytime soon, bro. Right. It's not closing anytime soon, but it'd be, sure be nice to get this one and get in there and get the monkey off the back early so you're not doing this again next year or whenever. So, yeah. um, you know, this is – Lamar is tough to de- to to to, to um, scheme, you know, to prepare, prepare for because he's so unique. The good thing about um, the Chiefs is they've seen him a little bit over the last few years. Yeah. So, you know, you have an opportunity. You got some old – maybe old film, but you can attack him accordingly. Um, like you said, contain is important with, I mean, it goes without saying contain, unbelievably. having that, that, that integrity there when it comes, not just gap integrity, but just look, if you, if I tell you to go, if it calls for you to go up and in, just go up and in and stick right there. Just don't try to be a hero. Just do your job. Couldn't say it any better, Jay. Do not improvise. But, and the problem is you get out there and everybody wants to make a play. And then all of a sudden, that dude's like a a greased hog, dog. He's gone. I mean, it, it's trying to it's like trying to catch a fart in the air. You just can't do it, bro. And <laughs> I mean, he just his wiggle and his, you know, when he decides to get out, and then he obviously he can throw the ball as well. He just makes it so tough. You know, if you're trying to attack him to contain him, and you don't get pressure on him, he can throw it. He can sling it. He's got yes. that reputation now. Then right. you decide to get after him, and some one guy doesn't hit, maintain gap responsibility. Next, you know, he's running up the field for 20, 40, or whatever, whatever you know, it might be. And, you know, yep. and he's gotten smarter with his runs. He's he's sliding better. Uh, so, like, see, he's the total package. Um, they, I think they get Mark Andrews back in this game, so he's got an additional weapon right. um, along with, you know, the other like, – likely I think his other tight end was, you know. Yeah, he's got yeah. the guys on the outside. I mean, they've got uh, the, the the total package this year, you know, with the, especially the offensive uh, coordinator, Monk, and I think his name is. They've tinkered with things, and mm-hmm. Lamar is not just a runner, and they're not trying to turn him into just a passer. So on the other side, man, you got – the mad scientist, the uh, 2.0 and Andy Reid. This might not be a time where they come out and get too cute because no, they got to worry no, about they can't. They can't. They got to just worry about catching the damn ball. So <laughs> as long as they do, you know, I'm sure they've been catch drills all week. But <laughs> how come we on the jugs machine more this week than we ever been? It might bring that thing into the hallway in the in the uh, hotel, bro. But I mean, you know, we'll see what. Kelsey, I'm not saying he's running out of gas, but he's not the same dude he's been over the last few years. But you never know what a champion, how they, all they need is one, you know, one performance. 
this, you know, this, they don't have to go on a three-game winning streak or anything like that. If Kansas City comes out and plays their A game, then one of their A games, this could be one of the best championship games we've ever seen because of one, the di- diversity in styles, and then you got the champion. The They're trying to knock off the champion. Right. Uh, the uniqueness in what KC can do. Um, compared to what, um, you know, the Ravens can do. I am so looking forward to this game. I wish it was actually the second game um, on uh, um, Sunday, but it is the first one, so the early one. But this will be one, man, where, oh, my goodness, uh, I, I'm still teetering. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw a couple of nickels on this one. On all this okay. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to get out there and, you know, try to make me some money, scare money. <laughs> Yeah, What's the line on this one, by the way? What's the this line? one? There's minus three ravens, and a half, right? Yeah, ravens? three and a half ravens. So, but yeah, just to have some little fun. Like I said I'm gonna throw a couple nickels on to use our little system we got and everything. But um, man, this is I'm looking forward to both these games. Oh, I said I said tell you too. I'm gonna throw some stuff on the grill and and do some air fried wings. And you and Nika and Elijah are more than welcome to pop over if I you think, like. I think that might be something that we do. Think I, about I like it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think about my it. My mom's sure. coming up. My brother might even stop up. So, yeah. Uh, but okay. that's, you know, so maybe we make a weekend out of it. Uh, but, yeah, no, this is going to be a great game. Um, it's, it's a shame somebody's got to lose. But, uh, you know, this is this is the big one. And I, I think everybody who's in as far as matchups, now that we, it's almost like we got Buffalo out of the way. Right, it's like, right. yeah, this is going to be a good matchup. Buffalo would have been nice, but this one right here, the champion coming in, fighting for their title to, to you know, think about it, Jay. The last time anybody defended a title was the Patriots, and that was ten or twelve years ago, whatever it was. Right. So this this is an opportunity for them. They got to win this one and then get to the big game and see what they can do. But nobody nobody's repeated it in so many years. It'd be cool, but at the same time, it'd be nice to see Lamar get his. So I'll get my you know, go ahead and get it, and we'll give our our uh, predictions. I think this is going to be, man. If you think about what the Ravens did to San Francisco earlier in the season, and we so we know that some of the things that it, they can be very, um, uh, very they they can take advantage of you quickly. I mean, they can they can swarm you. So uh, there's the protecting Mahomes is going to be important for sure. Man, this is going to this is going to be one of those heavyweight bouts. And it's one of those things where the champion is coming in with, he got in, in, in the terms of in, in preparing for the game, the champion was, uh, he, he messed up his shoulder. So, so he got, his, you know, on, with, with that jab, so that jab's not going to be as crisp. So you got to rely on some other things, right? <laughs> I, I think that the champ is going to be able to pull it out in a decision, so to speak, ah, okay. maybe by, I, I would say by four points. So it's going, okay. it's going to be close the whole way. <laughs> and I think that there's going to be something. It's, it's going to be the Lamar Jackson show. But I think that the Kansas City will will just pull it off. And then they'll say, all right, man, we we don't care if we win the Super Bowl or not, man. We At least we, we made it back. And, you know, we, in the, in the offseason, we'll, we'll end up fixing the shoulder. That's where we'll get it. But <laughs> we, at, least we, at least we made it through this fight. At least we got through this one. Man, I am right there with you. I'm 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 picking Kansas City. And I cannot believe I'm saying that the year that Baltimore's had, but until you beat the champ, you know, I and I know they're not what they have yeah. been in the past, but I'm gonna just being there and you know, knowing the the magnitude of the moment, I'm gonna go with KC. Mm-hmm. My I'm going 
Oh, it might be a high-scoring game. I, I'm thinking so too. I'm thinking this one's like a 30-28 game. Okay, Kansas City. Okay. So they don't. Yeah, 30 to 28. It's going to be interesting. And just because he, if Lamar Jackson plays well, and I expect him to, I don't think the questions will be, can you win with Mark, with Lamar Jackson? It'll be, nah. what can, what will he do next year? As opposed to the questions to of get over the hump. Yeah. Right. But all right. So easy. He, he, he's easy. I'm Jay Love. This is the uh, easy sports talk show with S. Smith and Javon Adams. So let's get into this before we head out of here. Yesterday, it came across that the Atlanta Falcons decided to hand to uh, to hire drum roll, please. Raheem Morris instead of Bill Belichick. Shocker. And yeah, definitely a shocker. I want your thoughts on it. Some of the, the rumors, things that you probably heard some of the same things is that the the powers that be so not not the owner not the owner but but when bill Belichick when bill comes in he's going to want all the power so think about it you interviewing you're 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 the gm and i'm the guy that's coming in about to to take all this power and you're saying so javon tell me what you want well, i want your job you can you're going to work for me now we'll figure that out uh that's the way i kind of do things that's where i did it and so i have six championships i have six six uh super bowl rings to to show for it and, uh, yeah, we probably will end up getting a whole new staff in terms of looking at folks who are doing the uh, doing the assessing and, and all that. So, yeah, that's probably how it goes. And they look and said, no, 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 no. We, we're not bringing this dude in so he can fire us. What do I look like? What do I look like? Bringing somebody in who I know is about to replace me. I know he's going to kick me out the office as soon as <laughs> on his first day. And that's some of the, the rumors. But still, even having said that, you would think that the owner would have maybe said, no, nah, I'm going to veto this. I'm going to overrule this. But if that is true, it's interesting. But your thoughts on Bill Belichick maybe not even being in on this hiring cycle because of the remaining jobs, he's not he hasn't even interviewed for that we know. And he's not getting any younger when it comes to the yeah. next hiring cycle next year. Only two jobs left, managers and Seahawks. And the thing for me, Jay, is I just think sometimes it comes down to fit. Mm -hmm. I, the whole time when when you thought about, okay, there's eight jobs open, which one do you think would be best suited for Phil? Never in my even thought process did I think, yeah, Atlanta Falcons sound right. It just people were pushing that for a while. I know, I mean, and I, I just didn't. I, I didn't really get it either. It was like they. Well, it was because because they interviewed him, they got to hire him. It's like no, they don't. And maybe to a certain degree, just you because you perfectly, uh, you know, stated it. GM, you got a GM there that's like, why am I gonna bring this dude in? That's like, hey, bro. That's like we go out and find Shamar Moore, right? And you know, when you dating Nika, it's like, hey, Nika, I want you to introduce you to Shamar. You know, it's like, what the hell? I mean, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I, know we're two, I know we're two handsome brothers, but, you know, yeah, come yeah. on. So you're going to bring Bill in to do your job and eventually get you kicked out and fired right now. And then the other thing was maybe, the like, if you're a GM, a GM and, a, and, a, and an owner, okay, Bill, we're, we're, you're, I know you're kind of interviewing us, but we do have to ask you a couple questions too, right? You know, yeah, yeah. what's what's the five five-year plan? Bill's looking at them like five year, you yeah, know. I'm, not, I'm three. You know, yeah. Or I'm trying to, you know, and they're like, well, wait a minute. We obviously know we're not Super Bowl material right now. It might take us three or four, five years to get there with. And Bill's like, well, I'm trying to get my 15, 16 wins, and then we'll talk about that afterwards, you know, because right, right. he's chasing, you know, Shula. So to a certain degree, 
it just it didn't seem like a good fit. And I know they were everybody they were talking, and you know there are times, bro, when it might everybody else might want it, but nah, it's, we we just don't see it. And then, like I said, all the focus seems to be seem to be just on that Falcons job. Everybody knew Harbaugh was going to 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 say, to I almost said it to, mm-hmm. to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. So, and there were a couple others. You know, surprisingly, we know we're going to, to Kim Panthers. Come on, bro. The yeah. owner, the, the the team that won two games, Bill ain't trying to be there, trying to resurrect some stuff like that. So there were a couple jobs that were like, you know, that weren't even on the board. Not honestly, I didn't even think the Falcons' job was a good fit, just like we just talked about. So th- the question there lies: Okay, he doesn't get hired in this cycle, Jay. He's going to be another year older next year, and which jobs are coming available? And once again, is it a good match? You can bring Bill. If if you're hiring a new head coach, Jay, that means you stunk. Yeah. And how many? The, fortunately, there was a couple jobs this year with San Diego. Like you guys stunk, but that's because you had Los a horrible Angeles. coach. Oh, I said, did it right there. The <laughs> Chargers. I'll just say the Chargers. They yeah. were bad, but they yeah. had all that talent there. And there was another spot or two, maybe even the Commanders, if you get a quarterback there. Right. But. This this whole thing with next year is going to come, and what jobs are going to be available? Maybe Philly, maybe Dallas. You know, so that to me, those are the two that when those two crumbled, if one of those would have like you know, uh, Jerry could have said you know I need Bill, let's go get him. Same thing with Sirianni. So if those two don't turn around, I would say those are his two shots for next year because those are ready made. Those are you know all we need to do is take this, refire it, put it in the oven, and, you know, go from there. We don't have to restart the whole meal. So, otherwise, I don't know if he, maybe he's done. I don't know. Quite possibly. So, he is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. We do this thing three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on. Check out the YouTube channel. Uh, you can go to EasySportsTalk.com, EasySportsTalk.com. We do the Believe in the Arizona Cardinals podcast. We'll be get that back uh, next week because they're not in the playoffs. And then we also mm-hmm. have our terrestrial radio show, which is every Saturday, 1 to 3 Eastern on SportsMap Radio. Uh, it's a national show, so if you're not in one of the 98 markets that we are in, then you can go to SportsMapRadio.com in the upper right corner click on the little play icon and you can play or you can download the app for your android or mobile device and uh yo as we always like to say around this time are you can